What up, what up, what up, everyone? Welcome again to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. Hello, my people. Thank you for listening. Welcome back. Thank you for back. tuning in. Thank you for coming back week after week. And like that. Are you ready for Halloween? I wanted no, to ask you. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit? No. I don't no. Have, like nothing. No plans. It's not, well, it's not plan. I don't care about the plans part. I mean, I, I honestly, I've done. I doubt everything I feel like Orlando has to offer when it comes to Halloween. I don't know. I I I would like to do something new, but for Halloween or go somewhere for Halloween? Nah, I don't know. Just you know what it is? I since I spent a good part part of my life working as a photographer for nightclubs, uh-huh. you know, stuff like that. I've gone to all the parties, I've seen all the events, stuff like that. I've been to downtown to the point where it was impossible. Like I lost people. Like, I, we were together, and it was so many people that we literally got separated, and we got lost. Like, that's how many people were there. In downtown. So, I've done all the events. I don't yeah. know. I, I, you know what I would like to see? I would like to see a, I would like to see a, a horror movie-inspired art show. Horror movie-inspired art show? Yes. I think there is something like that. I don't know. But I would like to see that. Yeah, there is. There is. There was one last year. Not last year. Pre-COVID, two years ago, they had one. They had like a, a art show where it was. I don't know. It, it. I think they did. I think we went to. One. No, you didn't go to. It was me and my wife. We went to like there was like a, a brewery. And they mm-hmm. had like an art show with local artists, and they have all of them had like either very gothicy and dark imageries, paints, all different type of mediums. But yeah, you could do that. There's always something going to be out there. I, just, I guess I have to be inspired again to, to get dressed up. It's not that I don't, I don't mind dressing up. I just can't really think of anything I want to dress up as. Like, I used to get excited. I want to, like, speci- but you know what it is? Because I try to follow my body type. You should be, like, Oscar. And, you know, Os- fat boy is, like, you start, you start running out of ideas. Oscar from The Office, he did the casual consumer. Wow. That's it. Just I, just, I would boo myself. <laughs> <laughs> boo. No, <I> like, boo. <laughs> I don't know. It was just uh, just trying to think of like honestly at this point I could probably be uh, um, I was actually thinking about being the the, uh, the cool uncle from um, from uh, Avatar Airbender the one that's like kind of chunky and is always yeah, drinking tea and then at the end of he's like like he's still big but he's like a like uncle he's Ira. built yeah but yeah, then I was like. That. Yeah, but then I was like in my head, I'm like, you know, sometimes you think costumes in your head like might look cool, but then you just, I'm like, I feel like I'm just gonna be doing like cultural appropriation. Yeah. And then the one costume I think I have that I can actually pull off every year, I think is really bad cultural appropriation because I look Hawaiian. So yeah, so, Maui. Some kukui nuts and yeah, pretty much. I've got, yeah. I've had people ask me if I'm Maui and I'm not even dressed up. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some topics. Let's get into some topics. What you got? All right, so let's start off with uh, Mike because of the Halloween. Uh, Halloween's around the corner. Mike Filligan, Filligan, uh, uh, Flanagan. I'm sorry, I keep fucking his name up. Mike Flanagan. He's the one that directed um, Doctor Sleep, Oculus. He's the one that also directed uh, Midnight Mass, and he also brought. Um, he also did, I think, the ha- the Haunting of Hill House. Okay. And he wants to do a Star Wars horror movie. I'm surprised there isn't that already. Yeah, they already have a musical. They have a Christmas special. So now the question is, how would you do that? Because so it'll be just I would think of it because 
if you look at it, they had Rogue One, which more more it was a heist movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still, I mean, it's still, still in the ethos of in the e- well, not just in the ethos of Star Wars world, Star Wars storyline. All right, so the Mandalorian, it was kind of it, its own. St- it touched based on the whole Star Star uh, Star Wars timeline, um, but it was like a spaghetti western, pretty much. A sci-fi spaghetti western. So they could do something that on the dark side, super like a horror movie. Can they? I mean, they're, I guess. They're able to. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to picture it. Like, I just, I feel like I keep on getting, like, I'm just wondering what the story is. Because most of the things that would be horrifying are part of the, like, the ethos of it. You know, like, whatever. Like, so. What are the... I was thinking if, if it fall almost in the structure of... What was that? I'm trying to remember that movie now. Uh, with uh, Brink? Not Brink. The kid that, that had like... was like a, He was like literally Superman, but evil. Um, Bright, uh, Brightburn? Brightburn. But just with the Force. So, Anakin basically? But worse. Just a child? But worse though. So just but he 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 inhabits the forest way worse than Anakin. Way early, or like a earlier child and girl. worse. Yes, like pre, a, preteen or like early teens. It would have to be something where it was secluded. Maybe they find the kid, yeah, and you know, like they find the plant. Like one of the, it literally has to be like a alien kind of structure where it's like they go to a desolate place, they don't know what happened, they find something there, and. Not realizing that thing is actually the reason for the danger and it causes, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, it cannot be... Because if you make it too big budget, then you just basically make a Star Wars movie. But if you make it where it's, again, it's one of those secluded... Yeah. Like an indie Star Wars horror movie. So would you do it in space or would you do it on a planet? And if if it was on a planet, which planet? Oh, okay. So then it would be Kashyyyk. Okay, why? Because uh, that's the planet to choose from. It's one of my favorite characters. <laughs> but yeah, it would be it would be Kashyyyk, and it would be so, like uh, it it would be possibly maybe a bounty was out and like and people escaped and they just had refuge there, mm-hmm. and then one they found another kid that's something along those lines. Something that they. What about if they went to like a planet where the um the um what is the one that, I, like, I know the name, and I hate when I think about it, I blank out. The one that everybody always, like, rips on when it comes to Star Wars, little, basically little bears. Um, the Ewoks? Right. I was like, I'm thinking Ewoks, but I'm like, I don't want to get it wrong. Like, basically, they go to a planet where, uh, where the Ewoks inhabit, but they're, the ones that are there are ravenous. So it's oh, okay. like a bunch of, like, uh, meat-eating. Like trolls? Know, type thing, yeah. <laughs> and they have to survive. Like, or oh, if it would be stormtroopers, that they have to, they, they send Like, well, them. yeah, you have a good... Oh, good, that'd, like that'd a be good great. Yeah. You send stormtroopers to scout a new planet that they're planning to... to, to yeah, but you kind of want to root for them, too, like, maybe... You want to root for this? That's okay to root for, for stormtroopers. <laughs> they're just following orders. But that's the thing, so, like, you go there, and then those those beasts are just, like, like killing and eating them. That'd yeah. be horrifying. That'd be great. So yeah, let, let's see. Let, he wants to. So 
they've done every different variations of Star Wars movies, so hopefully they come out with something. I mean, it, it's all good. I mean, the world is acceptable regardless of what you do. So you, you throw Star Wars name in there, you're pretty much printing money. Yeah. And going into Star Wars, now they just announced that Hayden Christensen is returning as Anakin uh, Skywalker in the Ahsoka series that's coming out. Do you think it's welcomed? Oh, yeah, it's very welcome. But this, because... I mean, by the fan base. Oh, yeah. Really? Just because the, the they... It's mostly going to fall under flashbacks or he's going to be like a force ghost. That's going to be in the movie, in the, in the, in the series, the Disney Plus series. Because it, it's going to follow, I guess it's immediately follow where Mandalorian season two ends with her storyline. And this is like five years after Return of the Jedi. So he's, so already, he's, he's, not, already, he's not an actual he, character. Though. He's, he's already be brought back in memory. Yeah, he's going to be brought in memory or flashbacks of it. Okay. So I don't think he's going to have like a running... He's he's gonna have some parts, but it's not gonna be like a main character in it. I think, because then you're just gonna be heavily focused on flashbacks. Unless he's gonna be a forced ghost, then you could possibly have him along longer in the show. But I I would like him just a couple of episodes of flashbacks to push the story. I think flashbacks would be better because I think interacting with him in as far as the ghost. Would just be recalling old stories of like old Star Wars stuff. Yeah, but if you do the recall, the, the memories, and it's just you can make your own stories up for those. Because yeah. it's memories, so it's stuff that that was not in canon previously. But it'll be good. I know, and being that, uh, excuse me, go for it. Being that how the writing's been with with um, Mandalorian, I think he's gonna get a lot of better writing. Uh, when he's acting, because mm. some of the writing in, in the prequels were fucking horrendous. <laughs> and the dialogue and everything. I mean, I think it was just, um, think about all those years of talking about it. Because that, that's what happens when you make, when you bring back these movies after so many years, man. You you risk something like that because so many people start creating these ideas, start wanting to delve into different details. And with all this time that passes by, you just have nothing but possibilities and thought. And then when you finally get the opportunity, I'm sure people just try to do everything and not realizing how it probably works or doesn't work. Yeah. I'm optimistic about how <laughs> when it comes to pe- people coming up with stuff like that. You are? I hope so. Because it's like, no, because think about it. I mean, you can you can call what they do, whatever. Oh, that didn't work. That didn't fail. How could they come up with that idea? But honestly, it's, when you have so many possibilities or ideas and you have so much time to think about it, you 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 know your mind goes in the weirdest places. Like your initial idea might be cool, and then you go two steps further, and then you're in the wrong place. <laughs> That's true. But let's see let's see what comes out of it. It's it is going to be is is very highly anticipated show. Okay. She did so well. She was she was one of the favorites of of that of that season. Mm-hmm. Outside of the reveal at the end, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm 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 hopeful. I'm very hopeful that that he one he'll do good and and two that sure the fan base isn't be very receptive because sometimes Star Wars fans, some fan bases or the Star Wars fan base, some of them people could be real super toxic. Of course they are, but I think it's just the I don't know. I think people there's gonna always be people that want to hate. Yeah, and not everything is always like I, that's why I love like that we could watch something and. I will judge 
what's wrong and what's good based on what it is, what's wrong and good. But people just tend to kind of want to just throw it all together and just just shit on it. Like, oh yeah, you know, if the acting was wonderful, but yet the 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 story was was garbage. Forget about it, the whole thing was garbage. I I just don't feel like that. Like with him, I don't know. I don't know if his you know the acting performance wasn't all there, but it could be the direction it was given. Yeah, as an actor, I mean, then again, too, I don't, I haven't seen him do too much after that, too, except for that one movie that you recommended to watch at one time, Shattered Glass, mm-hmm. which was he was really good in. He was an interesting character, yeah. He was somebody who was and like. I'm trying to remember any, any other movies I thought that I've seen after that one that was memorable. There was a few, but I can't even remember the name. But I know Shattered Glass was one of his. Well, the post, the one most famous one is obviously the one where he, um, uh, Jumper, Jumper. I mean, it's not necessarily. I don't know. I want to say it's the best or the whatever, but franchise wise, it was most memorable. And that was a and that was supposed to be like a franchise movie. Start. It had a lot off. of big actors. You think about it. it had a Christian, um, Christian Stewart's in it. Yeah. Like I mean, small, quick little cameo. Wasn't, um, um, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson was 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 the main protagonist, the main villain. Yeah. Um, Rachel Weisz wasn't it the girlfriend. No. I forget her name, but she was she was big at it the time. It wasn't her choice. No, I know, but she was big at the time. Um, and then yeah, I forgot who the mother was. This Sigourney Weaver, the mom. I'm looking it up right now. Either way, but it was like they had a lot of big names for that. So it had a, it had a lot of backing, a lot of promise. But and that's the thing is like when you like I think they they did the same thing they always do. They think Ira Gone. Rachel Bielsen, that's what it was. Okay, was the girl. Um, okay. where they. They bank on a franchise, so they Michael pre- Roker. They they Roker. film it like a franchise. You fucking up Diane Lane. <laughs> Tell me, it's like I was saying that they it was a good good interesting idea. A lot of people still like it to this day. I just think, like I said, they tried to build a they tried to film a franchise. Like it was, I hate those kind of movies because it feels like it's more like a trailer than an actual movie. Yeah, you're watching a trailer for the next move, the next couple of movies, as opposed to just. Enjoying Watch that movie. movie, yeah, exactly. And is that? Do you think that's fault of the production company? I think it's just, um, or is it their intention to? Which doesn't lead us into another topic later on, on our next our next episode. I think initially it always seems the way I see these things are like it. Um, it feels like this. They give them a script, or they based it on a book, whatever. That's the book is is amazing. It was promising, whatever. And it's probably a great idea. It's probably a wonderful idea. And then even even if it comes from a script, it's probably a wonderful idea. Because it always seems like it comes from an interesting basis. Yeah. Then you you get into the monkey muck of what it like what it like what's the selling point. Because you're like because well, we've we've had this conversation before. When it comes to movies and for movies is the is is a mixture of art and business. Yeah, of course. But that's where it gets a little monkey. Because it's like we can make a good movie, but that's not the goal. Unfortunately, that's not always the goal. The goal, for the most part, is can we make something that we can sell? Yeah. How marketable is it? I know, and that's the sad part. Is because I I would be like, nah, you should never be that way. But then you think about movies that should deserve a sequel, right? Like movies that were filmed that should have like three parts, four parts, whatever to it. If the first movie doesn't make the money that it deserves, then it won't have the second part. And that's the sad part. It's like, you know, we have all these movies where well, they're great, but they might not be appreciated in its time. So that money that they needed to make the sequel is never going to come. 
Yeah. Because most times I think their anticipation is if they make, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't remember I read the numbers. I, I might be completely off, but their anticipation is that if they make a sequel, they're expected to get 80% return based off what they made on the last one. Like 80% of whatever money they made on the first one, they're expected to get on the second one, which is if it's a lot of money, then they know that the money's there. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and you know, what movie I was just thinking about? Uh, Divergent. Because it was supposed to be the the, the answer. Finished, to, in my head, I'm like, did we ever finish watching it? Like, they never came out with the last one. Wow. So crazy. so yeah, so they came, it was supposed to be like their answer to like a uh, an answer to or a copy of um, Hunger Games. And what they did also was it was supposed to be a three part, but they made it a four part, dividing the third one into two different movies. So the first part of the third movie did so bad, so badly that they never pushed for the third, the final part of that movie but that's that's what kills me is like that really should not like at this point the way i'm looking at everything especially like the way the popularity of different things and it comes to like media if you're going to make something that has gonna have more than one part to it film it all once no i i mean i'm not just film it all once but depending how it is depending on film a show like film a show the level of of the marvel yes but I mean, this is but that's that's good to say now. That you you're able to have the audience not only come to the TV, bring them go to the movies, but you could even bring it to their household. So if you have the budget and you have the story, make it into a series that 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 lasts longer. At the time that these movies came out, streaming service was as were popular, but doesn't have the audience that it does now that everybody's mostly at home watching more movies and things are going straight to streaming. So I think it would have been difficult that time to, to be like, just make it a TV show because then the, the people wouldn't understand how much of an influence you have on a TV show that it does now. It holds, it holds it's more like, you know, you TV shows mm. hold series holds more weight now than in the past 10 years. No. And I agree with you. It's just, it's just frustrating because it's like, Okay, so certain movies, obviously sequels are more just, you know, for the fan's sake or or money purpose, stuff like that. Because obviously people wanted it. But there are certain movies that have to, like, they're they're so complex they can't be told in one set. So you make a sequel. The idea is a sequel. Now, the problem is, is it's still the first movie, technically. It's just the first movie has to be told in parts. Yeah. But the problem is, is that they're basing it off the individual movie like it's a thing. So it's like... Well, if the person doesn't do it, like, okay, but it might not because we're telling a part of a story. So that first part might not be as eye catching or as entertaining or people aren't satisfying because you can remember like you remember the hobbits and stuff like that where you would watch the first one and it it would just end like in a weird, weird part. I love that. And but it it felt unfinished. It felt unsatisfying because you can walk out of that theater with everything. You probably saw everything you loved. And when it ends in that way, even though you know another one's coming, you kind of feel like unsatisfied. Like, and know, I felt satisfied. Like it's almost like driving around with having a craving for something that, that oh, perfect example today. I want to I try to go that one that one spot mm-hmm. is right next to the, the the office. They close on Mondays. <laughs> I, I thought that was the craziest thing that yeah, any business like that closes on a Monday. But yeah. They close on Mondays, so uh, that's another one where it's like you have a craving that you'll never be able to satisfy because yeah, it's closed. Wait. Exactly, but that's 
it's it's annoying. The food is always going to be good, but because I wanted the the whole thing that I wanted it that day and I didn't get it, I'm gonna be some. I feel some kind of way. So you would prefer a movie with conclusion and then a continuation. I prefer that they, if they're going to agree to make a movie in parts, that they go ahead and just green light the whole thing. Like they just go ahead and because it's especially for a fan. Think about it, like. Especially nowadays, you don't know what movies are going to do as far as the block box, like block yeah. box office. So you know that you're the kind of person that needs to see this stuff through. And you go watch one. And let's say for whatever reason, not because the movie is good or bad or anything like that. It's just for whatever reason, people didn't show up. It might yeah. be a bad time, whatever. All right. But And then what happens? You just watch something that you're going to be left with, you know, cinematic blue balls. Because you're never gonna see the ending of that. True. All right. So let's. Well, because I was gonna hold this to our to our movie episode, but I bring it now because it's really in the middle of the conversation. Yeah. Dune. So we're gonna do a full spoiler review on Dune that comes out on Thursday. Yep. But what Dune did was with Warner Brothers, and I didn't like is that it does end up. End up, and the movie ends in a certain way that is you expected to get a part two. So. But with Warner Brothers, I don't know. I don't know if they learned their well, how I think they, they already up. greenlit. They greenlit it based based on the numbers that just came out this weekend. Okay. So I guess they greenlit it because of the numbers based on this weekend. Yeah. But prior to that, they did not. Re- they they were holding the the switch or holding the the go until they they understood how the anticipate like how the the people are going to watch it or the their marketing. It's so frustrating because it's like it's not like it was before. Two years ago, before the pandemic, you know, you knew a certain movie was going to make a certain amount of money, period. Yeah. Period. You just knew a movie like this with this kind of marketing, this kind of star power, this kind of, um, you know, visual. Actually, no, no. Let me not say that because I don't believe uh, um, other the director, other project, which I thought was brilliant, which was... uh, um, um, Blade Runner, yeah, I thought it was brilliant, beautiful, awesome, all that stuff. But I don't remember it having the same popularity amongst everybody. Maybe certain fans, but not necessarily the general public as much as let's say other movies were out. Yeah. So I don't know if let's say if that was a sequel, if I would have been greenlit. So yeah. So what I was getting back to was with Warner Brothers, uh, and that's one thing I don't know if they've learned is they had the same issue with uh, the Snyderverse. So what happened was, I guess when they when they saw the whole popularity with Marvel, when they have these DC projects in their hands, they, so what they ideally did is when Zack Snyder came out with, no, was it Snyder that came out with Man of Steel? I think so. Mm-hmm. So they planned to do five movies mm-hmm. and spinoffs off of that. So they were like, we're going to greenlight all of that, and they started doing like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Man of Steel, which which didn't do. Did good in the box office, but didn't do with critics on reviews. Mm. And then you end up with Justice League. Yeah. And I guess they kind of try to hold off. Like, they try to stronghold the directors and how the movies should be Mm -hmm. to make it more marketable than giving the full vision of the director and letting them run with it. And that's what they did with Dune. Because Dune, it's ideally, I think, and is right, it should be like a five-hour movie. 
Oh, like a whole five well, hours. Nobody, like even a hardcore fans are gonna watch it for five hours. No, no, straight. I understand you have to break it into two parts and get the full, yeah, and yeah, get yeah, the full experience that you wanted. But they were doing it was like, because I guess they were like, let's not do what we did with Man of Steel or with Snyderverse with giving in all this money to produce and then have it fall in our faces. So what they did, and I don't like it, was let's make the movie. I don't even know how many millions they put into it. Let's just show the first two hours of the movie. And if it goes well, then we'll give you money to do the other half. So the other half is even in pre-production now. And I'm like, damn, they should have just ran with it. Because when you know, you have an all-star cast. You have a director that I think, if, if I can remember, there was a movie he did that I liked. And then, the move? Yeah. Yeah. So you have this ensemble that you could make this movie and all in one shot and break it into two parts without worrying what the numbers it are. It literally could have been marketing part two. Like, Already now. Yeah, like let's say it comes out uh, before the before the end of the year. Yeah. Or let's say January. So now we Actually, have... Actually, no, January is a bad, bad movie day. Like uh, February, start producing it, and then it comes out the end of... Even October. Mm-hmm. Have like a teaser in February and have the movie come out in October, like this year. Mm-hmm. Same of next year. Same thing. So you have one movie back to back, one year after the other. Mm. And I think that's what they failed at. And, and and I don't know. And one movie that did that was like, let's see how the money goes. And because it's such a big budget and you have such a big cast that you don't want it to anything happen for the director, anything happen for other actors. Then you have to change everything up. Like, let's say, what was it? Avatar. Avatar is a good example that they had a big budget, big cast and People wanted a part two because it ended with like something I feel like there's going to be a sequel. We didn't get nothing. And it's still like what, 15 years later. Yeah. But then why? I mean, that, you can't say they didn't get the money. They got the money. They had the money. But so the question is, why didn't we? And supposedly we're getting it now. But the question is, why wait? So we're long? getting three. But why wait so long? I don't know. I think, well, James Cameron was that he wanted to be ahead of the technology that comes out now. I get that. But you're going to wait 15 years to come out with a sequel to this movie. Like, yeah, at dead. Sorry. Whatever he was working on might be, might not be something even relevant anymore. Where it's like we starting to change, obviously, the way we consume movies because, you know, movie theaters, even to this day, are not really. I mean, I don't think they're getting the numbers that they used to. No. Like, even even a positive, great movie right now is not going to, you, you know, you, you don't see the lines. You're not going to see the lines. People. No. Not lining anymore. up to watch these movies and honestly like i told you before i didn't see that i, I didn't really see the lines uh right right up into the pandemic either like i remember i used to yeah. when you know when i was younger i used to go like let's say like five six years ago i used to go to the theater and you just have to wait in line even on a thursday or you know like when the, well, the day before it came out and now what, i don't see those i never saw those lines right before even up to the pandemic i never saw those well lines the only reason because of that is that theaters change from uh first come first serve Seating. Well, I get to, that part. To I assign. completely understand that part, but like, because if you're assigned, I used to walk in five, two minutes before the movie because my seat was selected and picked, so I don't have to wait in line. I don't have to get an hour no, early. No, I get that, but still, like, I don't know. There's something that just felt something was missing. Either like the same anticipation with like people. It felt like more people would rather wait. They didn't care about waiting. Like, yeah. depending on the movie, but they just didn't care as much about waiting. And then the assigned seating thing. I don't know. That changed the game. That did change the game. I always thought I was gonna. I always felt like I was gonna see like an altercation every, every time I went. Like I think about it, if you saw a big movie and then you have a signed seating, 
And somebody tried to punk you out your seat. Like, I always thought that was going to see that. I never saw it, which no. I'm happy about. But it was, I never saw that either. Like, somebody, like, well, who's my seat? Like, two people fighting saying, who's like, my God, seat? How many ticket, bro? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you said. I'm talking about people trying to use intimidation to keep. Did you try to use that once? I don't. I'm not someone who intimidates other people. I'm just saying, but like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've been to places where people wait for sneakers, and people try to intimidate, saying they just show up and like, well, we're the first ones in line, and everybody just (laughs) either you're gonna see a fight or you're gonna see just everybody cower. But I just kept on thinking I was gonna see that in like like weird. Time in the theater where somebody tries to be like these, are, like argue these are there. I've seen it in take their seats. I've seen it in screenings, in pr- really premiere screenings. I never saw it in screenings. I've seen it in screenings. This is initially there's so much security in screenings. So. Yeah, no, but the only reason why is because I've seen it almost I think twice in South Florida, okay. and it was because they were they were behind us, so I I didn't care yeah. really, but I guess it was like one person comes, and then he holds the spots for fifteen people. <sighs> Love that. So the and one guy was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Uh, he's like, "How many people are you holding?" He's like, 15. He's like, "No, you're not." And all fifteen showed up, all at once, like well, staggered, like a few minutes apart. Yeah, they all showed up, and the guy goes, "Hell no!" You be like, half of you either out, five of you could stay, the other ten has to get to the back of the line, out of respect. And they almost got in a fight, two times. One was twelve people, one was fifteen, and the other one was like ten, or ten or twelve people that. That the one person was holding. Yeah. It's true though, because that those I used to see that you know even inside the theater, I used to see that like um when I used to wait outside. Like I'm waiting outside and all of a sudden like that's what you mean, or are you talking about inside? Because I would wait outside and I'll be like I'll be no, outside. Say, yeah, I'll be the third person in line, all of a sudden like type people show I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like I no, gave up a whole day waiting for this. Literally in line. You're literally hold you're one person holding the seats for fifteen people that didn't have to wait. Yeah. Yo, nah, that's not cool. And I've seen people wait and hold up. Like they'll be first in line, and all their people be like way, way behind. And then when they get in, they'll be like, "Oh, I already have this role taken." I'm like, "No, you don't. Oh, it's yeah. first come, first serve, right?" So I'm here until they come. They can find another seat. They were trying to punk me once, but she was like, "Okay," or like the boyfriend was like, "Okay, whatever." I was like, "All right." I'm saying, move me. I ain't. <laughs> All right, we went off on a tangent, but let's get on to more topics. So, your our homeboy Brendan Fraser yeah. is going to be in another DC movie, Batgirl, which I find bizarre. And he so apparently he might be Firefly. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to picture that. I feel I bet he ha- like right now with this, his stature and his age and everything. I always see him as like. The Don type character. I don't know if I see him as. Uh, well, th- that's a rumor that he might play mm. it, but he is going to be. He is assigned to the movie, and I know J.K. Simmons is reprising his role as Commissioner Gordon Batgirl. Also, really, yeah. So then, Brendan Fraser is. I don't know if they consider Doom Patrol part of DECU. Well, it is DC. And well, now my well, maybe not. Not, not CU. Yeah. Well, again, TV shows don't hold the same weight as uh, movies for DC. For DC, all right. <laughs> oh no, yeah, for DC. That's what I'm saying. Like, think about it. Like, the Flash on the TV show is not the Flash in the movies. The Flash, like, yeah, but the Flash in the TV show does, or well, not the Flash. The Arrow did um, uh, put the um, no, actually no, you're you're wrong. Well, no, it's different universes, but the Flash 
uh, Ezra Miller's Flash wasn't in the Flash TV show, and Doom Patrol was in Arrow. What do you mean? Well, if you if you finish watching the series, fine. then you find out. Fine, 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 fine. I'll finish watching the series one of these days. <laughs> so, okay, Brendan Fraser. I mean, no, I'm happy Brendan Fraser's come back. I hope that he has a lot more success. I, he was one of my favorite characters growing up. Like, honestly... Although, like, from, I, I still to this day watch The Mummy whenever it's a slow, like, Sunday and I'm just chilling. Yeah. And then I do, like, I'll put, a, I'll put The Mummy on. I, I just love his popularity coming back and people wanting him, getting him to more films. Because of the, Doom it's Patrol. It's not, like, people have good feeling when they watch his movies growing up. Like, yeah. And I mean, Cino Man even, is one of my favorites. And Cino Man, School Ties, like. Yeah. You know, he had that kind of, that, that kind of. Bedazzled, would, was it? Yeah, you just kind of root for him type thing. And um, so now, I mean, he disappeared for... So the same thing with Keanu Reeves. Like, these guys who we grew up loving disappeared, and then they come back. And they didn't leave for anything nefarious. They left for, you know, personal reason, reasons. So you want them to, 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 to succeed. Yeah. All right, next topic is um, there is a rumor for a World War Hulk movie. Starting in production next year. Starting filming next year. What do you mean, like? Filming. Mark Ruffalo? Yeah. And this is, because I know he's already assigned to be in uh, She-Hulk. He's going to have an appearance there, which might tie into World War Hulk afterwards. I thought they already kind of touched on World War Hulk with uh, Ragnarok. Yeah. A little bit. But they're they're going to dive into it more. It'd be interesting if this is the two years that he was disappeared. Possibly. That it is. But now we're going to finally get a full featured mm. Hulk movie. I want, do you think they're going to touch on his kids, his boys? No, I don't think so. I think there'll be, that'll be too much to, to dive into. But it does. It, it is. The only reason I found out that they're doing this now was because they were having... Um, like almost like Sony with Spider-Man, yeah. they had it with Universal. So Universal owned the owned the owned the rights to the Hulk, and they were in co-production when they came out with the Incredible Hulk. So as long as if they were gonna make a full-length Hulk movie, Universal has to co-produce it. Mm. So what Marvel what Marvel did was they never actually gave him his whole movie. No, they just put him in all the movies, but yeah. he wasn't the lead role. He yeah. wasn't a, a Mar. It wasn't a Hulk movie, he was just in it. So, somebody said that I saw some uh, somebody on Twitter, I think, or something like that, where they said that if you were to take parts of the Hulk from all the movies, he actually they actually gave him his own movie. Yeah. So now that I think something restructured in twenty twenty last year with Universal, uh-huh. that they're able to do a full featured Hulk movie. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that. But I mean, let's see where it goes. Let's see where, like I said, let's see where it goes because his in World War Hulk is that he was uh, exiled to another planet. Yeah, but that's that's where it's gonna get from the Illumi- from the Illuminati. That's what I mean. Which is Doctor Strange, Iron Man. Uh, who else is in it? I'm trying to remember the other the other cast ac- actors. Or like who is Universe gonna have ability to to reference in the Illuminati without without permission from Marvel? I don't know. Because every single character, they don't know. All right. So I'm looking up for. So, yeah, it's Doctor Strange, um, Reed Richards, Namor, Xavier, and Black Bolt. 
And right now, only in the MCU, all, the only ones we've seen is Doctor Strange and Iron Man. No, so, no. So, so like, this will be great to but introduce. It's not made by, you said it's made by Universal, not Marvel. What? Hmm? Universal owns the rights. Own oh, the rights. They're make, uh, Universal's making this, not Marvel. No, Marvel's making it. Oh, then yeah, they can use whatever they want. No, no, I'm saying, that's what I'm saying is that Marvel was like loaning out or Universal's loaning out the rights to to Marvel for Hulk, but only if they were doing a full-featured movie, I guess they have to do co-productions for mm-hmm. it. But now I think there's something restructured in 2020. Allow like Marvel to make a whole movie? Marvel making the whole movie. Well, if you think about it, uh, what about if this is the way they introduce all those char- all those worlds? Yeah. Where, because obviously the, those all those characters are from other worlds that have not been introduced yet. Yeah. So... If this is a way where Doctor Strange, because Doctor Strange is going to be prominent now, you go a little bit further, and then that happens, and he introduces all these other people. Yeah. So let's see what happens. I'm I'm excited. It's it's interesting. I'm always I always like the comic series for the World War Hulk or Planet Destroyer Hulk or whatever some people call him, but he gets his own full feature movie. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking for it. With Marvel hold, holding all rights and Kevin Feige handling it, yes, I'm down. <laughs> I, I don't want Universal to touch anything on it. Oh, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be interesting considering that they've already kind of made it. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. All right, guys. Last topic. Last topic is the Nathan uh, Nathan Drake Uncharted movie trailer with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg came out. And I am not. Ex- I am mildly excited for it. Because okay. I want to see the action that, and the on-screen chemistry that Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg will have. But the more disappointing part is is not hating on Tom Holland. It's just that he looks way too young. Then, well, so does Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, both. Well, but, they look like the young counterparts of themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's funny. It's just uh, they might actually be the right age. Who knows? Like, well... No, we we, and remember, we, discussed we discussed it before. This, yeah. So the end of Uncharted One or uh, the Uncharted One, mm-hmm. Nathan Drake's character was thirty one. Okay. By the end of five, he was about thirty six, thirty seven. So he had to be at least so to establish it that Nathan Drake's character had to be minimum thirty, or at least look thirty, an age thirty year old. Yeah, but what? So this Tom, guy's, Tom, Tom Holland Holmes, looks like he's like fifteen. It doesn't say how he looks, but how old is he? Tom Holland, I think he's like twenty three. Well, he's thinking, well, let's say he's, so. He's less than ten years old. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've seen people older play younger, so it's and then also you have oh, sorry, he's twenty five. So there you he's go. So, so only a five year difference in age shouldn't be a thing, but obviously we're talking about based on looks. But then again, too, you think about um, Mark Wahlberg's character, who again is like fifty something, which might actually be the age of the original character. So, but. I just think he's that he's actually fifty. He's actually fifty flat. Flat. Yeah. I just think they didn't even try to make them age. So this might be a suit. Like this might be the actual pre prequel. Like when pre-prequel. they first prequel. <laughs> no, I'm saying like because he met. They met when he was a kid. Yeah. So maybe they're restructuring it, but he met when he was little. So then, then the next movie would be an older version of himself. Yeah, possibly. Well, because he teased that he had the mustache, and he did not have the mustache in the trailer. Yeah, and that's an iconic part of the char- the original character. Yeah, 
So it's an interesting to see what's going to happen with that. Like You were like a huge fan of the game too, I remember. Well, it's funny because I literally started playing the game now at the pandemic, like well, in 2020. So what happened was I was, you know, we were locked down. We, had, we weren't doing much. So I let them start a game. And then I realized I never played Uncharted. So I literally bought all of them. Yeah. I just started playing every single one of them. So I binged, played them for like a month or so. But yeah, so I'm not. I uh, I want to see what happens. I it would be interesting if he did if it was like Uncharted and then the next one comes out, but it's a different actor that played probably ten years older. Mm-hmm. So then, well, right now it looks like they're literally trying to trying to mix up all the stories into one. Yeah, which I hate when they do that. That's what X Men used to do, and I hate that. Where they try to mix the original, the content, and then the the new content as it comes out, trying to put it together and makes it into one storyline, which I hate that. Yeah, it was all jumbled. Yeah, so I think shit. that I'm ho- I think that's what they're doing. I hope not, but it looks like this, it looks like that's what they're doing. And they shouldn't. They should just keep at least keep one game and just follow it through from. Nah, the just go with the youngest versions of those characters. No, I'm saying one of the games and just follow the story arc for it. Yeah, and that's it. Keep it simple, and. That about wraps it up with our topics for the week. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episodes for My Mom's Garage. As always, you can find us on our social media pages on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at From My Mom's Garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, thoughts, or concerns, or things we could do to improve your listening pleasures. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week.